630 Chad This Morning Podcast with Stacy Bratzel and Daryl McIntyre. Well, we could be years away, maybe months away, probably years away from replacing those UPS trucks that love to come to my house. <laughs> <laughs> Repeatedly, yes. <laughs> who, who, who know my name. Who worry about you. How's Stacy doing? Oh, she hasn't ordered anything for a while. Somebody check on her. Do a wellness check. They stopped my husband at the grocery store saying, is Stacy okay? <laughs> we haven't been to your house lately. Uh, true story. Um, oh, we could God. be soon dropping off parcels by air, mm. by drone delivery delivery by drone yeah. is it a thing it could actually be a thing this year in the Edmonton area it's pretty cool stuff and they have started doing some some companies mm-hmm. have started doing it and it's not widespread it's not like future town where everything's getting delivered by drones but maybe we're on that way and certainly every step is an expansion perhaps to get into that at some point uh, if you actually have a company called drone delivery Canada I guess you're banking on it aren't you uh, <laughs> we have the director of sales and marketing with drone delivery Canada Sylvia Kolitsopoulos is joining us this morning. Hey, Sylvia, how you doing? Hey, Daryl. Good. How are you? First of all, you did a fantastic job on my last name. <laughs> I was worried that it would last longer than the segment here, but it's great to be here. Love your show. Hey, Stacey, how are you? I'm great. Thanks so much. So tell us about this new deal you've signed. Oh, my God, I'm so excited. And when you said earlier about UPS knowing you by your first name, Amazon knows me by my first name, so I couldn't be more excited. (laughs) So with Drone Delivery Canada, we're all about innovation with a purpose. And this Phase 2 project at the Edmonton International Airport really exemplifies that. So Phase 1 first started with two locations that we had. One at the, uh, we have our drone spot infrastructure. It's like a landing area. We have our own proprietary drones. We have our own proprietary flight software where we literally manage our drones drones from our operational control center here in Ontario, just north of Toronto. And we have you on the, we have Edmonton on the big screen as we watch phase one, but now we're dealing with phase two, which has now scaled out. We have three points now from uh, the Edmonton International Airport, the airport operations facility has our drone spot there, and it goes across to NISCU at a Memorial Park location. And now for phase two, we have literally expanded just south to a new route that's part of Montana First Nations and a clinic that's owned by Montana First Nations. It is epic, we're super excited. The new partners for phase two entail obviously Edmonton International Airport, very innovative, forward-thinking airport, uh, as as well as Apple Express, a logistics company who are also part of phase one. The CEO, Nasser Saeed, he he saw value in phase two and he was all over it. And then with the hard work of our sales agents of Air Canada Cargo, we found two other incredible visionaries, a president, Heather Stewart from BBE Expediting, a logistics company out of Northern Alberta. They okay, put so their you, hand- hang on. You got a lot of, a lot of people you're mentioning, but for our listeners, yes. I'm trying to figure out what, what is being delivered? How big is this? Obviously, you're going to get partners if you want to expand and go from point A to point B. So yep. how much different is phase two from phase one? Are we talking size, frequency, a little bit of both? A little bit of everything. Great question. So now that we've involved the First Nations community, Montana First Nation, and a clinic, now we can actually have an actual use case. So before phase one was more of a pilot, a back and forth to get all the approvals, because it is very, very, very highly regulated, the airport, and a controlled airspace. This is the only airport in all of Canada 
that has been allowed and approved to have a drone delivery operations out of its airport. Wow. Yeah, it's a big deal. It's a huge deal because, as you know, you know, drones are not allowed near anything near airports. But we work work really closely with the regulators, with the great team at EIA, their safety and compliance team, Dean Irwin and Dave Cooney. They worked hard with NAV Canada to get Phase One approved. So that pilot was the one that just green lighted a Phase Two, where now we can actually invite a partner like Montana First Nation with the clinic where we can literally have a First Nations clinic to deliver and use the airport as a delivery hub with drone logistics technology. It's a big deal. And again, the size is a packet. I'm trying to wrap my head around, you know, how far we are to down the road you can get anything delivered by drone. So what well, size yeah. is the packages? What distances are we dealing with? Just the logistics that way. Okay, great question. So right now our technology um, with our Canary drone, this is the one we're going to introduce. Right now the Sparrow drone is at 4 kilograms, almost 10 pounds. Did over 2,000 flights, 7,000 kilometers, 300 hours. Phase 2 is going to introduce our next level technology, which is called the Canary. It's a lot more streamlined. It's now 4.5 kilograms. So 10-ish pounds can be carried with this drone. Uh, the, the range right now, because it's green tech, it's battery charged, is 20 kilometers. So what are you delivering right now from the airport to uh, whether it's a pharmacy and you mentioned a park as well? What are you delivering? Like, what are they asking for? So right now we're at the beginning phases of getting all the approvals. We're going to be working with our partners to develop a use case. But you can imagine from a clinic to an airport um, and other opportunities we can expand from there. So it can be anything from prescriptions to documents to medications. Right now it's something we need to work out with the partners to see what makes sense. Um, but we're pretty excited because it's just only going to move forward from it. Sylvia, anytime you're starting something out and you're creating, you're coming up with the technology, you're expanding the networks, you're doing all that kind of stuff, how do you make money off that off the get-go, or is this a long-term investment? It's, that's a loaded question. I know, um, right? <laughs> that's a really loaded question, but I appreciate it. You know, with any early technology, there's always going to be a cost. However, as the regulations and as the safety mechanisms get and the technology advances, then you can start to start seeing an ROI because right now you still have to have certain feet on the street from a safety perspective. So that those extra resources puts a lot of cost onto the program. But as the regulations get more approved and the technology is able to go further and with uh, detect and avoid systems where you don't need the visual eye, you can get a beyond visual line of sight. And as you remove more of those human resources, it becomes a little bit more cost effective. And it all depends on frequency. There's a lot of, you know, cases that we can go into that can show you the ROI, but right now it's a very early tech. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're, we're delivering, and it's, again, it's very, very remarkable that we're, happy, we're having a drone delivery system outside of an airport and inside of an airport. And now involving the Montana's First Nation, they can only mean up from here. Because, you know, the Indigenous communities, remote communities, have challenges getting essential supplies and critical supplies to their area. Drone can really, really advance what they need. Thanks for joining us today. Oh, it's my pleasure. I heard it's a balmy four to four, what, minus four in Edmonton. I'm on my way there soon. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's some nice weather waiting for you. So uh, safe travels, my friend. Thank you so much. Come on, Dan. Nice talking to uh, Sylvia Kolotsopoulos, who's the Director of Sales and Marketing uh, with Drone Delivery Canada. Obviously excited about, uh, about the business and the opportunities. Yeah, obviously early days. 
and they're just you know doing small little packages, ten pound packages, um, and and they're and they're working with you know pharmacies and delivering documents and those sort of things. Does the drone ever drop stuff? <laughs> I don't know. Does the drone ever uh, get lost? Does it ask for directions? Hmm, I don't know. Off, uh, why didn't we kill? Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, but her time was tight. So, uh, and those are kind of ridiculous questions. So, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's what we like to specialize in <laughs> here on this morning.